Hey, what's up? This is Don Health, and welcome to episode one of I Need Money. So, I'm here. Um, I don't even know really what to talk about besides the fact that I need motherfucking money. I didn't grow up the best. Kind of a poor kid my whole fucking life. So, you know, that's probably the start of what my desire was to get fucking money. So, I'm going to stop saying that now. But... I don't know. So I've had a bunch of businesses. I don't want to call them failed businesses. They just never really took off. And I just moved on. So I guess it's a failed business. I've done that a couple times now. Um, When I was 19, I started selling weed. That was like my first introduction into any type of um, hustling and or trying to make your own damn money. So I did that till like, fuck, 27 you know, and I, I got bigger and bigger. I did more stuff. I had money and stuff like that. And I, I lived a decent lifestyle. But I had a kid when I was 23. And finally by 27, I stopped selling drugs. And I kind of got my shit together. So I went out and got a job. And now I... 32. Done a bunch of different random jobs... I went when, because I live in California, so marijuana's been pretty much legal forever. So I did a bunch of jobs, and one of those jobs, I was a manager at a cannabis dispensary. At the same time, I was extracting, because there's like this gold rush going on in California for wax and oils and things like that. So I quit my job, spent like a couple thousand dollars on this machine, and I started extracting and doing that full-time instead. I kept investing in that, investing in that. I was doing more, doing more. And I was running, you know, 100 pounds of weed through my machine there. And I made a decent amount of money. I was enough to live, pay all my bills, be comfortable, do stuff. I was home all day. And it's it feels nice to... Because, I mean, there's a lot of work on the back end, but when you go into a place and you just walk in with some envelopes full of oil and then just walk out with, like, 900 bucks cash, it feels fucking good. It does. I like that. I like I like the hustle of it. I like, I'm proud of what I do, you know, no matter what it is. I could be digging a fucking hole and I'll be proud of that. So, I take a lot of pride in my work. So, I did that for a while. I was... Um, I don't want to say I was mentored by this guy, but he was a, a figure, an older figure that I would look up to. He was really big on money. You know, he um, he kind of came from the same roots I, I did. He was really poor, sold weed for a while, and then he started his own business, agent agenting and dispatching for trucking companies. And all he would do is find loads for trucks, and then he would connect them, collect his feet. So it worked out for him. He made his money. And so he started employing other people and getting half of what they would make and they would earn half. These people are still making $100,000 a year. So, and it's pretty cush. You're just sitting there. The job didn't drug test. He smoked with the office. And it was really, you know, chill. Like, as long as you put the work in, there was money to be made. There's always gold out there. So did that for about a year or so. And... um Then I decided 
it was time to go get a different job because I started getting into guns a little bit. And, you know, um, commission jobs are cool and all, but, like, it's really, like, you can have a bad week or two, and the next thing you know, you can't pay your fucking rent. Like, that's just how it is sometimes. And sometimes the more stressed out you get, the more it shows out in how you're selling. And that seems to really make a difference on selling loads. So that was that. I went cleaning my gun one night, decided to um, find a gun job. I got a job at a gun store. Fuck it. I was like, I want some cheap guns. I want a lot of guns. I don't want to have to spend a lot of money on it and everything like that. So I hopped on, I think it was Craigslist, looked for a, looked for gun store jobs. One job popped up, sent in my resume. Right after that, boom, I had my, um, I had the job. I got the, I got interview like two days later. Two days later, they called me and said I got the job. So I came in. Is inventory control, but I'm still doing it now. I've been there two years. It's a really, really easy job. Like you just you have to be accurate, quick, fast, decisive, and I could do that. And plus, I'm kind of handy. I could repair guns and stuff as they come through. I could fix stuff. You know, when I have the opportunity to. So with that being said, I didn't really have a use for my extraction stuff anymore. And I spent, like I said, $3,500 on it. So I thought it was time to really go all in on a business. And I already figured that I was going to be, you know, selling stuff. I could, I was going, what my first plan was would be like bulk.com and liquidations.com. And, you know, purchase through them and go to like swap meets or sell them at eBay and Amazon and sell things like that in a marketplace and, um, you know, just flip people's other people's returns and stuff. But then I realized that that's probably bad for branding your own name. I mean, why would you want to sell stuff that people didn't want in the first place and return and brought back if you're trying to brand yourself, you know? So what I've been doing, um, I decided I'm going to start. I, I went and made a couple purchases off of liquidation.com, which was absolutely atrocious. Don't use them. I will never use liquidation.com again. Like, they had really good deal. I got some lady sandals for $2.50 a pair. And I got 200 of them for $480 with shipping. Well, it took... I, I have two days to pay. And the shipper has 10 days to ship. Well, the shipper waited till the 10th day before he shipped it out, like at 9 p.m., dropped it off at FedEx or whatever, a UPS store or something coming from New York. And I thought that was a little bit of, like, you know, bullshit. It was, it was, I wish they would do their due diligence also. But when I received the product, the pictures of what it, it said assorted flip-flops. But the pictures that were posted, none of them, none of the flip-flops I got were in any of those picture sets. But I said, fuck it. Instead of complaining and trying to send them back and get my money and all the other bullshit, I mean, I work with what I got. So, I I mean, they're still flip-flops. I got the quantity. What I wanted is still brand new and packaged. And they still have designs on them. So I was like, I can make these work. At least if I make my money back, I can do that. And then I could liquidate the rest at like $2 or two fifty, you know, for the profit. I don't mind, you know, just resetting again. That that doesn't bother me being low. So, 
I liquid like when I said I liquidated my assets, I liquidated those for two thousand dollars. So I took that two thousand dollars. I spent four hundred and fifty on those flip flop, four hundred eighty on those flip flops, and I went to Alibaba and like you know looked around for something that's really going to be on the forefront of marketing and forefront of you know consumer goods. And I realized in America there's not much for you know solar or anything like that. So I decided that was going to be my avenue. So I'm looking and looking. I made a rapport with the business already. You know, we exchanged, you know, conversations a bit and found one that's going to be doing some OEM for me, which is going to be my personal private labeling for me. So I'm going to private label some of these, um, some solar panels and solar kits and things like that. So I bought 10 of them. That's the minimum order because it's a wholesale thing. Like this is directly from factory. So 10 was their minimum order for a tester. So I got 10 of those, and then I got some solar solar fold-out, fold like, I want to say they look like almost like the size of a binder. They're probably smaller. I have a feeling they are. Um, and they fold out, and those are 15-watt foldable solar panels. So I'm really excited for those. I think those are going to be a hot little thing So because they're real portable. Um so I'm going to get those private labels. I'm still working on a logo. I have a generic logo for my Shopify store and everything like that. But I don't know if that's... I, I need another one. That's just not going to work. I can't... <clears throat> excuse me. I can't really count on that shitty logo. Uh, so I hopped on Fiverr. I, I decided um, from liquidation, after the liquidation.com thing... Um, it'd be more economically viable for me and, you know, to start doing a Shopify store and drop shipping. So I decided I want to do a jewelry thing and start selling jewelry, necklaces, earrings, sunglasses, you know, mostly accessories in general, hats, things like that. So I'm doing that right now. And I started that store probably... I think a week ago. Today is the 3rd of August. Well, now it's 2 a.m., so it's the 4th of August. But it's August 4th, 3rd. It's the beginning of August. I've had it running for probably about like six days or so now. Um, I've been marketing on Facebook. That one's kind of difficult. I've been writing ad copy. And um, that's my new thing. Now that's my new um, hill to conquer. I'd get good at some ad copy and start making sales. My first couple ads weren't really up to par. So now I'm working on getting them, you know, better. Working on native advertising and better targeting, better marketing. Um, I'm just doing what I have to do to get that money. You know, so, like, I don't know really much more to talk about. This is a short little intro to myself. Like, that was my beginnings. I plan on personally branding myself personally and making my products that I find. Because once I really get this OEM stuff and private labeling things, I'm going to figure out how to market my own products. So I'm going to go on Amazon, eBay, sell them that way. I'm going to get Facebook ads to create demand. Um... 
I'm going to demo my products. I'm really excited for them. I think they're going to, there's not really a place in America that are selling these type of solar products yet. So I think I'm going to be able to um, clean up at least, be the first on the forefront of things. And I think that's the key. If I'm right in a, like, it's not even a niche. It's going to be, it's renewable energy. It's fucking renewable energy. Like, it's the way things are, the way things are going to be. So I'm going to get into renewable energy. I'm going to create a consumer product. And from there, I'm going to, you know, just stem out, try to make myself as relevant and needed as possible. Um, that's my goal. And I know I'm going to get money. That's like, that's a no shit situation there. I'm working too hard not to. I work a full-time job. I come home and I work till midnight. I did a little exercising this evening, and now I'm doing this podcast. And this is going to be my first podcast. I want to try to do one every night. There's no guarantee that I'm going to do it. But I don't see why I can't sit down for 15 minutes and have a conversation with you guys. So um, it's just a good idea. I'll probably work on getting music and things like that in here. I don't have anything really prepared. This is kind of a fluke thing right now. Dude, I, I've done everything I can think of to get money. I fucking, dude, I did live sex camming with my girlfriend. We tried that. That was fun. Actually, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing that still just because it's fun to do. It's it's a, it's a, it's a interesting thing. I've done that. I've sold every drug known on man. Like, I DJed for a while. I, dude, I worked for the railroad where I drove people to their trains back and forth, and I was on call five days a week, 24 hours a day, and I only made like 400 fucking $500 every two weeks. It was miserable, shit pay. They screwed me. So I did that for a while. I installed cable for um, Spectrum. I did Spectrum cable for a while. That was a, that was interesting. Worship Toys R Us. Um, I did travel for a little while, like when I was 19. So I was like 22, 21-ish. I quit my job at Toys R Us, hopped in the van, and just drove off. That was cool. I dug that. Um, I, In retrospect now, I should have focused myself a little bit more. If I would have ate a lot more shit and, and dug my heels in and created a business back then that was a legal business, I probably would have done better. I really would have. I'd probably be in a different place I am now. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I'm here now. So, I mean, you can't walk backwards in life, at least. So, now I'm here. I try. So, yeah, I'm working on marketing. That's going to be my thing. Um, I'm working on a personal brand. And I'm working locally, selling things locally to people of my city and town. I'm trying to get in all facets of things. Um, I'm posting more on social media. It's not really my thing, but I have a personal, I have a business page now, so I figured I can do this. And in the evening, I could sit down, make all these posts for the whole day, and time send them so I don't have to sit there on the computer all day long and make up posts at like, you know, 3.30, you got to make a post. I can just make nine posts off the news of the day and just brat, do it like that. And I figure that's a good idea. 
Like, I, I mean, thank you, Facebook, for making that feature. Like, it's viable for me to, like, not only A, save time, B, I'm busy as fuck. I could do it late at night, like, tonight, and get everything done. And, and that creates, you know, at least awareness of that I'm alive. The more I post, the more re reactions I'll probably get. I hope I get more shares. I don't, I don't know. I got to find more viral content, but I don't want to be cheesy. It's not me. I'm not a cheesy guy. I'm not a guy in the hunt for viral content. I just want, you know, relevant content. I want to just be me, and I want to have something that's going to sell. And nowadays, it seems like you have to have some marketing scheme to sell anything, even fucking toothpaste. So... So I got to create a marketing scheme. And my marketing scheme is my marketing scheme is gonna be I'm gonna be myself. I'm a little weird. Um, most of the time I'm pretty chill. Um, I do get amped up sometimes. It depends on the time of day. It's two a.m. I'm a little baked right now, and I figured I can do this. <laughs> so I'm here making this podcast. But you know, I'm I'm an oddball. I'm kind of wild. So. I'm not necessarily looking to be a gimmick or any type of fluky thing. Yeah, so if you like this podcast, I'm going to make another one every day. So, I mean, you'll listen. And maybe if I get a bunch of listeners, fucking 100 videos, 100 videos, 100, um, 100 um, episodes from now, maybe I can, um, maybe you guys will go back and listen to the first one and hear how shitty it was. Or just hear the story of what I've done. You know, I'm going to tell you just my daily, every day. Like, I'm going to tell you how much money I made. Because my Shopify store made shit. Not a dollar yet. I spent $75 so far in just marketing. And I haven't made a fucking penny back yet. Um, so, that's a real good feeling. I love losing money that I don't really, can't, I can't really afford. You know, I have a life still. I have a kid. I'm a single dad. I do have a girlfriend now, so she's cool. I love her. But... You know, I can't afford to lose money and not make any back. So losing 75 bucks right now is like, you know, losing my, my big toe. It's throwing me off balance. So, yeah, that's the issue. But other than that, man, like, I know it's going to work out. I'm learning new marketing schemes every day. They don't really seem like schemes. They're more like hints slash tools. And I'll take a hint slash tool, you know. I don't know. I don't know what's ethical and what's not when it comes to marketing. It seems like nothing's ethical. I mean, not nothing's ethical and nothing's unethical. I mean, I'm not trying to go, like, stand in front of someone's store and yell, you know. Like, people, I've seen this Facebook ad that was like, how can you ethically steal your competitor's customers? And then he was like, run an ad right before your competitor's videos. I'm thinking, like, that's like standing in front of someone's store and trying to sell the same shit. You know, that's rude. That's disrespectful. I'd be pissed if someone did that to me. You know, and there's not much you can do about it. I mean, it's how the algorithm or whatever the fuck works. But you start doing that, you know, you're just going to blow up the spot. You're going to burn up the spot, man. Haven't you guys ever known? You can't just all conglomerate around one area and just everyone try to make money. It's not how it works. You gotta spread out. You gotta, you know, there's room out there. The internet's big. 
You know, it's not like we're all in one city trying to do one thing, sell one thing. The internet's so big, you don't have to jack other people's customers just because they're popular. So get your own fucking customers. They're fucking be popular, you know? So that's what I'm going to do. And that was that was in depth for me right now. Like I feel I feel proud of what I just said, <laughs> you know, you know. But I'm always gonna be me, and I wanna I, I wanna figure out what's not, not ethical. But I'm trying to definitely get that edge, you know. I'm definitely gonna you know search people's ads. I've seen spy tools where you can literally see how their ads are being marketed and the sales of that product and stuff, and that seems pretty legit. You know, um, but then also on that same tool, which was big, big, big ads, and they're they went out of business permanently. It said on their website today, so that was interesting. Seven months ago, they were online, so I don't know. So I gotta find that. I'm not trying to spend money on spying on someone else or whatever they call those spy. They're like ad spy tools. Nah, man. Like, the name of it just turns me off. You know, and people want to... I don't know. I don't know if that's legit. You know, is that is that something everyone's doing? If everyone's spying on everyone, is it really spying? Or, you, or why don't you just openly share your data? You know? That would be a, a logical thing to do. If everyone's spying on you, just tell them what you're doing. Fuck them. You know? Like, everyone's going to make money. Some people are going to pay attention. Some people aren't. You know? So, that's fine. You know? I don't, I don't see... I don't see a use for spying on people. That's not original. That seems like you're just copying. And I know everyone says, oh, that's the way to do it. Just copy people. And how is copying people? I get it's going to make you money in the short term. But how, how, what are you going to build your brand on? Oh, I copied this person. Or should I copy someone until I make enough money and then start doing my own thing? Because I could do that, possibly. But at the same time, it's still copying. I mean, I could take people's ideas and rework them and, you know, run with it. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do with ideas. I mean, no idea is, you know, sole one person's. It's a fucking idea. You let it out in the air. You had the thought. Now people can capitalize on people's thoughts. That's like what it is. So if you, if people are smart enough to figure out like, oh, they did this, so I'm going to start doing that too. And you do that and you start being successful. Is that really stealing? Or are you just, you know, reverse engineering this other person's shit and trying to get your money in the same fashion they did because it worked, you know? So... I don't know. I don't know if I'm a photogenic guy. I might post videos. Probably. Probably eventually will. I mean, I'm trying to personally brand myself with an actual product, so. I don't want to be no Billy fucking Maze, though. I don't want to be the Sham Wow guy either, even though he's kind of cool. Like, that guy. I fucks with that guy. That Floridi Floridian. He reminds me of a guy from Florida, you know? And he would be trying to sell you fucking. A chamois, a towel. He would sell, buy this towel. That's just as bad as like sell me this pin, you know. <laughs> like <clears throat> he sold you a towel, awesome towel, still a fucking towel, you know. So good job, him. I commend that. I commend anyone successful, honestly. 
You know, even if you're trying to be successful and you're not successful, keep trying. That's commendable. You know, don't let fucking shit stop you. I'm not going to let anything stop me. Like, I don't let people stop me. My family, my, you know, when I remember when I was 19, my dad was like, hey, yo. I, oh, I, I was like, hey, yo. Um, I have this idea for a fitness center ran completely on the people running the gym itself. So, like, you create... Because I was reading a lot about Tesla around then. I was learning how, you know, you generate electricity. with it. So I was thinking if you do the magnet copper around the copper and shit and spin magnets around it, like, you can do that with exercise equipment and have everything generating electricity and literally powering, powering your store. You know, and I had this thought in... 2005 and I remember I told my dad this because you know my dad was my confidant you know even though he's a piece of sh- I don't want to say he's a piece of shit he was a jerk like I love the guy you know so I can't say that he like he was just an asshole but he instantly told me oh that'll never work oh sh-, you know that's not gonna work ever blah 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 you know very naysay and I listened to him I was like yeah true you're probably right it won't work well, I, I when, when I did a little bit of my, you know, leg work and traveled a bit, I, I found myself in Portland, Oregon, and I was walking down the street, and, like, within, like, a four-block radius, I noticed that there were self-sustaining gyms everywhere. You know, well, like, five of them. That's, like, in a four-block radius, so, you know, that's, that's pretty populated if you think about it. Unless I walked into, like, fitness the fitness area of Portland, Oregon, you know, which is very possible, too. That place is fucking weird. But, so I walked right past these gyms, and they were self-sustaining gyms. The gym members were generating electricity for the store to lower the cost of gym memberships or some shit. And the gym membership wasn't even that fucking cheap. It was still, like, $30 a month or some shit. $25 a month, I think. You know, this is before Planet Fitness came around with their $10 deals, you know, in 2018. You know, just to be competitive and see that's how the market goes. Everything will be cheaper. The You know, the price of advertising goes up as the price of products go down. It's really crazy, you know. And if you can get into a, a well, when, of course, with, uh, when something saturates, of course, you know, the product's price is going to go down. There's so much on the market. you got a lot to choose from. you got to be competitive. So my goal is to get into a market that's not even competitive. Fuck it. If that's the best way to win a fight, not fight at all. Be the first to it. Finish it before it even starts. You know, so I'm gonna jump in this solar shit and start coming with consumer solar goods. That's my goal. They I've seen some, you know, like those foldable solar panels. I think those will do well in today's market, but in the next two years, in the next year, you know. I can see people wanting to be more not renewable energy. It's fucking renewable energy, man. Like, what if someone doesn't pay their PG&E and they get their power shut off? The only thing that you really need to run is a refrigerator. Maybe a fan or two, you know? A microwave if you're that lazy, you know? Fuck it. You can literally cut your fucking power cable, right? 
and if you can figure out how to keep your fridge on, if, you know, and I know, like, oh, well, there's already solar panels. Yeah, but, like, in California, they're mandating you to have solar panels, right? So, my UPS guy that delivers to the gun store that I work at, he told me that, because his house has solar panels, that he owns his house, and he does not even own the solar panels on top of the house, and he will not for 20 years. That and if he and he wanted to pay the rest of it off because I mean he he works a decent job UPS is good money and he works like twelve hours a day he wanted to pay the whole thing off and they won't let him so he has to take them to court because he got these tax rebates off on um, having solar panels and the solar company took all the tax rebates not only that the solar company and you got to think about when you're tied into the electrical grid like PG and E electrical grid you know. Like, all that money you're making off the solar panels from your house are getting fed right back into PG&E. You're the new fucking water power station. You're the new fucking, you know, hydroelectric station. That's what they're called. That's you now. That's going to be every house in California now. Because it's going to be every new house built after 2020 is going to have to have solar on top of it. They are turning us into batteries already. Matrix. Boom. <laughs> You know, so, so if you got to think about it, like, if that's what they're going to do, people are going to want, there's going to be an anti to that. Like, how are you going to want, like, how is PG&E going to stay alive, man? We're going to literally be feeding them. It's Edison Company. We're going to be feeding them all of our power. Like, why are we doing this? Isn't it? It's illogical. Like, we're literally, there's a loop to our system on a solar house, Right. And we're breaking that chain of that circulation of just renewable energy not doing shit and just charging a bigger battery. And what are they doing with that electricity? Powering LA for the people that aren't fucking using solar for for power, powering the cities that are stacked on top of each other like San Francisco, Sacramento, you know? Yeah, so point is is that my personal opinion i think something like pg and e is going to go away like honestly like if you think about it like i can't believe it's still around like we have renewable energy already there is no need for like the electrical grid system that we have now not the way it's set up it could be refigured to something it could be dumbed down dramatically if you would just let people you know produce their own electricity so, and I think about it like Edison, if it's a light bulb, that evolved now to LED. I mean, is that still an Edison technology? Fuck no. Like, that's gone with. You know, he, like, he's the one that developed his whole electrical grid system. Well, Tesla. But you know what I'm saying. Like, it's, he's credited for it. He, it's global. He made money off of it. And that whole machine that makes all that money is going to come to an end eventually. Nothing stays like that forever. So, I'm I'm thinking long term here. I'm going to be trying to brand myself. And really in 10 years when everyone's done with this PG&E shit or Edison company or whatever your power company is that's tied into this nationwide spider web of a grid with all these cords everywhere 
and all these power lines going from here to there, here to there, wata 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 wa. You know, like we're gonna have solar technology that's gonna be able to, you know, charge shit, and not even in the daytime. You know, the moon will be able to charge your um, batteries. So you're constantly getting solar power. It's gonna be like that. It's a, it's just a fact. So. Well, I don't say it's a fact, it's a hypothesis, it's a trajectory, it's what I'm seeing. So, I'm going to brand myself now in 2018, so by 2028, when I'm fucking 52, wait, I'm stupid, when I'm 42, I'll be the guy that everyone's like, oh, I'm going to get Don Halfin's fucking solar stuff, I'm going to get Don Halfin's home solar kits. I'm gonna get Don Halfin's easy plug and go solar kits for fucking my whole home. You know, you never know where it's gonna be. Like, you know, it could be as easy as putting two panels on your house and be able to charge your whole house if, it, if it's that stable now. You know, batteries are gonna be better in 10 years, so you don't need a, that big of a battery. I mean, they already shrunk dramatically from they used to be. So batteries are gonna be smaller. Everything's going to be smaller. Everything's going to be better. Yet, we're still tied to this antiquated system. So, I don't know. I think my personal branding in solar is what's going to make my name. It's going to be, I'm, I'm going to be the new fucking PG&E. You know, not really. Cause I'm not going to be evil corporation. I hope not. You know, I hope I keep my integrity. I'm never going to change, I don't think. So, that's going to be me. You know, but right now I'm just a broke motherfucker, so I'll find out how it is when I'm rich, you know. And, you know, but what's rich? Because, like, I'm making 25000 now, and I'm just hungry for more. So if I made 50000 would I be content? You know, like, where where is my comfortableness? Where am I good at? You know, I want to be able to go hike the PCT in 10 years when my son's 18 and shit, you know. So that's my real question. It's like, what, what's going to happen when I really be successful? Because it's not a matter of if I be successful, it's when. So what happens when I be successful? You know, I need money, man. I'm tired of being a broke motherfucker. Like being the poor guy. People call me white trash. You know, I'm not even white trash either. I'm fairly educated. I mean, I have some college. I've done a lot of things. I'm able to speak eloquently if I need to. See? Just did it. But, you know, it's my it's my thoughts and shit. So, I rambled on for 35 minutes now. Well, 34 minutes. It's going to be 35 probably right about now. So, yeah. Thank you episode one if you listen to this all like holy shit like that's crazy you know i'm gonna post it on all the places so i don't know where you are like subscribe follow me comment me tell me i'm fucking stupid do what you want like love life i love you guys thank you bye hey what's up this is don health and welcome to episode one of i need money so i'm here um, I don't even know really what to talk about besides the fact that I need motherfucking money. I didn't grow up the best. Kind of a poor kid. 
my whole fucking life. So, you know, that's probably the start of what my desire was to get fucking money. So I'm going to stop saying that now. But I don't know. So I've had a bunch of businesses. I don't want to call them failed businesses. They just never really took off. And I just moved on. So I guess it's a failed business. I've done that a couple times now. Um, when I was 19, I started selling weed. That was like my first introduction into any type of um, hustling and or trying to make your own damn money. So I did that till like, fuck, 27, you know, and I, I got bigger and bigger. I did more stuff. I had money and stuff like that. And I, I lived a decent lifestyle. But I had a kid when I was 23, and finally by 27, I stopped selling drugs, and I kind of got my shit together. So I went out and got a job, and now I'm 32, done a bunch of different random jobs. I went when, because I live in California, so marijuana's been pretty much legal forever. So I did a bunch of jobs, and... One of those jobs, I was a manager at a cannabis dispensary. At the same time, I was extracting because there's like this gold rush going on in California for wax and oils and things like that. So I quit my job, spent like a couple thousand dollars on this machine, and I started extracting and doing that full time instead. I kept investing in that, investing in that. I was doing more, doing more. And I was running, you know, 100 pounds of weed through my machine there. And I made a decent amount of money. I was enough to live, pay all my bills, be comfortable, do stuff. I was home all day. And it's it feels nice to, because, I mean, there's a lot of work on the back end. But when you go into a place and you just walk in with some envelopes full of oil and then just walk out with, like, 900 bucks cash it feels fucking good it does i like that i like i like the hustle of it i like i'm proud of what i do you know no matter what it is i could be digging a fucking hole and i'll be proud of that so i take a lot of pride in my work so i did that for a while i was um i i don't want to say i was mentored by this guy but he was a, a figure an older figure that i would look up to he was really big on money you know he um he kind of came from the same roots I, I did. He was really poor, sold weed for a while, and then he started his own business, agent agenting and dispatching for trucking companies. And all he would do is find loads for trucks, and then he would connect them, collect his feet. So it worked out for him. He made his money. And so he started employing other people and getting half of what they would make, and they would earn half. And these people are still making $100,000 a year. So... And it's pretty cush. You're just sitting there. The job didn't drug test. He smoked with the office. And it was really, you know, chill. Like, as long as you put the work in, there was money to be made. There's always gold out there. So did that for about a year or so. And um, then I decided it was time to go get a different job because I started getting into guns a little bit. And... You know, um, commission jobs are cool and all, but, like, it's really, like, you can have a bad week or two, and the next thing you know, you can't pay your fucking rent. Like, that's just how it is sometimes. And sometimes the more stressed out you get, the more it shows out in how you're selling. 
and that seems to really make a difference on selling loads. So that was that. I went cleaning my gun one night, decided to um, find a gun job. I got a job at a gun store. Fuck it. I was like, I want some cheap guns. I want a lot of guns. I don't want to have to spend a lot of money on it and everything like that. So I hopped on, I think it was Craigslist, looked for a, looked for gun store jobs. One job popped up, sent in my resume. Right after that, boom, I had my, um, I had the job. I got, I got interview like two days later. Two days later, they called me and said I got the job. So I came in. There's inventory control, but I'm still doing it now. I've been there two years. It's a really, really easy job. Like you just you have to be accurate, quick, fast, decisive, and I can do that. And plus, I'm kind of handy. I could repair guns and stuff as they come through. I could fix stuff, you know, when I have the opportunity to. So, with that being said, I didn't really have a use for my extraction stuff anymore, and I spent, like I said, thirty-five hundred dollars on it. So I thought it was time to really go all in on a business and I already figured that I was going to be, you know, selling stuff. I could, I was going, what my first plan was would be like bulk.com and liquidations.com and, you know, purchase through them and go to like swap meets or sell them at eBay and Amazon and sell things like that in a marketplace. And, um, you know, just flip people's other people's returns and stuff. But then I realized that that's probably bad for branding your own name. I mean, why would you want to sell stuff that people didn't want in the first place and returned and brought back if you're trying to brand yourself? You know, so what I've been doing, um, I decided I'm going to start. I, I went and made a couple purchases off of liquidation.com, which was absolutely atrocious. Don't use them. I will never use liquidation.com again. Like, they had really good deal. I got some lady sandals for $2.50 a pair. And I got 200 of them for $480 with shipping. Well, it took, I, I have two days to pay. And the shipper has 10 days to ship. Well, the shipper waited till the 10th day before he shipped it out, like at 9 p.m., dropped it off at FedEx or whatever, a UPS store or something coming from New York. And I thought that was a little bit of like you know bullshit. It was it was. I wish they would do their due diligence also. But when I received the product, the pictures of what it it said assorted flip flops, but the pictures that were posted, none of them, none of the flip flops I got were in any of those picture sets. But I said fuck it. Instead of complaining and trying to send them back and get my money and all the other bullshit, I mean I work with what I got, so I. I mean, they're still flip-flops. I got the quantity. What I wanted is still brand new and packaged. And they still have designs on them. So I was like, I could make these work. At least if I make my money back, I can do that. And then I could liquidate the rest at like $2 or $2.50. You know, I, I, for the profit. I don't mind, you know, just resetting again. That, that doesn't bother me being low. So, I liquid like when I said I liquidated my assets, I liquidated those for $2,000. So I took that two thousand dollars. I spent four hundred and fifty on those flip flop, four hundred eighty on those flip flops, and I went to Alibaba and like you know looked around for something that's really going to be 
on the forefront of marketing and forefront of, you know, consumer goods. And I realize in America there's not much for, you know, solar or anything like that. So I decided that was going to be my avenue. So I'm looking and looking. I made a rapport with the business already. You know, we exchanged, you know, conversations a bit and found one that's going to be doing some OEM for me, which is going to be my personal private labeling for me. So I'm going to private label some of these, um, some solar panels and solar kits and things like that. So I bought 10 of them. So that's the minimum order because it's a wholesale thing. Like this is directly from factory. So 10 was their minimum order for a tester. So I got 10 of those. And then I got some solar, solar fold, out, fold out like, I want to say they look like almost like the size of a binder. They're probably smaller. I have a feeling they are. Um, and they fold out. And those are 15 watt foldable solar panels. So I'm really excited for those. I think those are going to be a hot little thing. So, because they're real portable. Um, so I'm going to get those private labels. Still working on a logo. I have a generic logo for my Shopify store and everything like that. But I don't know if that's, I, I need another one. That's just not going to work. I can't, <clears throat> excuse me. I can't really count on that shitty logo. Uh, so I hopped on Fiverr. I, I decided um, from liquidation, after the liquidation.com thing, um, it'd be more economically viable for me and, you know, to start doing a Shopify store and drop shipping. So I decided I want to do a jewelry thing and start selling jewelry necklaces, earrings, sunglasses, you know, mostly accessories in general, hats, things like that. So I'm doing that right now. And I started that store probably, I think, a week ago. Today is the 3rd of August. Well, now it's 2 a.m., so it's the 4th of August. But it's August 4th, 3rd. It's the beginning of August. I've had it running for probably about, like, six days or so now. Um... I've been marketing on Facebook. That one's kind of difficult. I've been writing ad copy. And um, that's my new thing. Now that's my new um, hill to conquer. I had to get good at some ad copy and start making sales. My first couple ads weren't really up to par. So now I'm working on getting them you know, better. Working on native advertising and better targeting, better marketing. Um, I'm just doing what I have to do to get that money. You know, so, like, I don't know really much more to talk about. This is a short little intro to myself. Like, that was my beginnings. I plan on personally branding myself personally and making my products that I find. Because once I really get this OEM stuff and private labeling, things I'm going to figure out how to market my own products so I'm going to go on Amazon eBay sell them that way I'm going to get Facebook ads to create demand um, I'm going to demo my products I'm really excited for them I think they're going to there's not really a place in America that are selling these type of solar products yet so I think I'm going to be able to um, clean up at least, be the first on the forefront of things. And I think that's the key. If I'm 
right in a, like, it's not even a niche. It's going to be, it's renewable energy. It's fucking renewable energy. Like, it's the way things are, the way things are going to be. So I'm going to get into renewable energy. I'm going to create a consumer product. And from there, I'm going to, you know, just stem out, try to make myself as relevant and needed as possible. Um, that's my goal. And I know I'm going to get money. That's like, that's a no shit situation there. I'm working too hard not to. I work a full-time job. I come home and I work till midnight. I did a little exercising this evening and now I'm doing this podcast. And this is going to be my first podcast. I'm going to try to do one every night. There's no guarantee that I'm going to do it. But I don't see why I can't sit down for 15 minutes and have a conversation with you guys. So um, it's just a good idea. I'll probably work on getting music and things like that in here. I don't have anything really prepared. This is kind of a fluke thing right now. Dude, I, I've done everything I can think of to get money. I fucking... Dude, I did live sex camming with my girlfriend. We tried that. That was fun. Actually, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing that still just because it's fun to do. It's it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing. I've done that. I've sold every drug known on man. Like, I DJed for a while. I, Dude, I worked for the railroad where I drove people to their trains back and forth, and I was on call five days a week. 24 hours a day, and I only made like 400 fucking $500 every two weeks. It was miserable, shit pay. They screwed me. So I did that for a while. I installed cable for um, Spectrum. I did Spectrum cable for a while. That was a, that was interesting. Worship Toys R Us. Um, I did travel for a little while, like when I was 19, until I was like 22, 21-ish. I quit my job at Toys R Us, hopped in the van and just drove off. That was cool. I dug that. Um, I, in, in retrospect now, I should have focused myself a little bit more. If I would have ate a lot more shit and, and dug my heels in and created a business back then that was a legal business, I probably would have done better. I really would have. I'd probably be in a different place I am now. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I'm here now. So, I mean, you can't walk backwards. In life, at least. So, now I'm here. I try. So, yeah, I'm working on marketing. That's going to be my thing. Um, I'm working on a personal brand. And I'm working locally, selling things locally to people of my city and town. I'm trying to get in all facets of things. Um... I'm posting more on social media. It's not really my thing, but I have a personal, I have a business page now, so I figure I can do this. And in the evening, I could sit down, make all these posts for the whole day, and time send them so I don't have to sit there on the computer all day long and make up posts at like, you know, 3.30, you got to make a post. I can just make nine posts off the news of the day and just brat, do it like that. And I figure that's a good idea. Like, I, I mean, thank you, Facebook, for making that feature. Like, it's viable for me to, like, not only A, save time, B, I'm busy as fuck. I could do it late at night, like, tonight, and get everything done. And, and that creates 
you know, at least awareness of that I'm alive. The more I post, the more re reactions I'll probably get. I hope I get more shares. I don't, I don't know. I got to find more viral content, but I don't want to be cheesy. It's not me. I'm not a cheesy guy. I'm not a guy to hunt for viral content. I just want, you know, relevant content. I want to just be me, and I want to have something that's going to sell. And nowadays, it seems like you have to have some marketing scheme to sell anything, even fucking toothpaste. So, so I got to create a marketing scheme. And my marketing scheme is my marketing scheme is going to be I'm going to be myself. I'm a little weird. Um, most of the time, I'm pretty chill. Um, I do get amped up sometimes. Depends on the time of day. It's two a.m. I'm a little baked right now, and I figured I can do this. <laughs> so I'm here making this podcast. But, you know, I'm I'm an oddball. I'm kind of wild, so I'm not necessarily looking to be a gimmick or any type of fluky thing. Yeah, so if you like this podcast, I'm going to make another one every day. So, I mean, you'll listen. And maybe if I get a bunch of listeners, fucking 100 videos, 100 videos, 100, um, 100 um, episodes from now, maybe I can... Um, Maybe you guys will go back and listen to the first one and hear how shitty it was. Or just hear the story of what I've done. You know? I'm going to tell you just my daily, every day. Like, I'm going to tell you how much money I made. Because my Shopify store made shit. Not a dollar yet. I spent $75 so far in just marketing. And I haven't made a fucking penny back yet. Um, so, that's a real good feeling. I love losing money that I don't really... Can't, I can't really afford... You know, I have a life still. I have a kid. I'm a single dad. I do have a girlfriend now, so she's cool. I love her. But, you know, I can't afford to lose money and not make any back. So losing 75 bucks right now is like, you know, losing my, my big toe. It's throwing me off balance. So, yeah, that's the issue. But other than that, man, like... I know it's going to work out. I'm learning new marketing schemes every day. They don't really seem like schemes. They're more like hints slash tools. And I'll take a hint slash tool. You know? I don't know. I don't know what's ethical and what's not when it comes to marketing. It seems like nothing's ethical. I mean, not nothing's ethical and nothing's unethical. I mean, I'm not trying to go, like, stand in front of someone's store and yell. You know? Like, people... I've seen this Facebook ad that was like... How can you ethically steal your competitor's customers? And then he was like, run an ad right before your competitor's videos. I'm thinking like, that's like standing in front of someone's store and trying to sell the same shit. You know, that's rude. That's disrespectful. I'd be pissed if someone did that to me. You know, and there's not much you can do about it. I mean, it's how the algorithm or whatever the fuck works. But you start doing that, you know, you're just going to blow up the spot you're gonna burn up the spot man haven't you guys ever known you can't just all conglomerate around one area and just everyone try to make money it's not how it works you gotta spread out you gotta you know there's room out there the internet's big you know it's not like we're all in one city trying to do one thing sell one thing the internet's so big you don't have to jack other people's customers just because they're popular you get your own fucking customers they're fucking be popular you know so that's what i'm gonna do and that was that was in depth for me right now. Like I feel I feel proud of what I just said. <laughs> you know. 
you know, but I'm always going to be me. And I want to, I, I want to figure out what's not, not ethical, but I'm trying to definitely get that edge. You know, I'm definitely going to, you know, search people's ads. I've seen spy tools where you can literally see how their ads are being marketed and the sales of that product and stuff. And that seems pretty legit. You know, I'm, but then also on that same tool, which was big, big, big ads. And they're, they went out of business permanently, it said on their website today. So that was interesting. Seven months ago, they were online. So I don't know. So I got to find that. I'm not trying to spend money on spying on someone else or whatever they call those spy, they're like ad spy tools. Nah, man. Like the name of it just turns me off. You know, and people want to, I don't know. I don't know if that's legit. You know, is that is that something everyone's doing? If everyone's spying on everyone, is it really spying? Or you, or why don't you just openly share your data? You know, that would be a, a logical thing to do. If everyone's spying on you, just tell them what you're doing. Fuck them. You know, like everyone's gonna make money. Some people are gonna pay attention. Some people aren't. You know, so that's fine. You know. I don't I don't see I don't see a use for spying on people. That's not original. That seems like you're just copying. And I know everyone says, Oh, that's the way to do it, just copy people. And how is copying people? I get it's gonna make you money in the short term, but how how what are you gonna build your brand on? Oh, I copied this person or should I copy someone until I make enough money and then start doing my own thing? Because I could do that, possibly. But at the same time, it's still copying. I mean, I could take people's ideas and rework them and, you know, run with it. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do with ideas. I mean, no idea is, you know, sole one person's. It's a fucking idea. You let it out in the air. You had the thought. Now people can capitalize on people's thoughts. That's, like, what it is. So if you... if People are smart enough to figure out, like, oh, they did this, so I'm going to start doing that, too. And you do that, and you start being successful. Is that really stealing? Or are you just, you know, reverse engineering this other person's shit and trying to get your money in the same fashion they did because it worked, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a photogenic guy. I might post videos, probably. Probably eventually will. I mean, I'm trying to personally brand myself with an actual product, so. I don't want to be no Billy fucking Mays, though. I don't want to be the Sham Wow guy either, even though he's kind of cool. Like, that guy. I fucks with that guy. That Florid Floridian. He reminds me of a guy from Florida, you know? And he would be trying to sell you fucking a chamois, a towel. He would sell it. <laughs> buy this towel, that's just as bad as, like, sell me this pin, you know, <laughs> like, <clears throat> he sold you a towel, awesome towel, still a fucking towel, you know, so good job him, I commend that, I commend anyone successful, honestly, you know, even if you're trying to be successful and you're not successful, keep trying, that's commendable, you know, don't let fucking shit stop you, I'm not gonna let anything stop me, like, I don't let people stop me. My family, my, you know, when I remember when I was 19, my dad was like, hey, yo. I, oh, I, I was like, hey, yo. 
um, I have this idea for a fitness center ran completely on the people running the gym itself. So, like, you create... Because I was reading a lot about Tesla around then. I was learning how, you know, you generate electricity with it. So I was thinking if you do the magnet copper around the copper and shit and spin magnets around it, like, you can do that with exercise equipment and have everything generating electricity and literally powering, powering your store, you know? And I had this thought in 2005, and I remember I told my dad this because, you know, my dad was my confidant, you know? Even though he's a piece of shit. Like, I don't want to say he's a piece of shit. He was a jerk. Like, I love the guy. You know, so I can't say that. He, like, he was just an asshole. But he instantly told me, oh, that'll never work. Oh, sh you know, that's not going to work ever. Blah, 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 blah. You know, very naysay. I listened to him. I was like, yeah, true. You're probably right. It won't work. Well, I, I when, when I did a little bit of my, you know, leg work and traveled a bit, I, I found myself in Portland, Oregon. And I was walking down the street. And, like, within, like, a four-block radius, I noticed that there were self-sustaining gyms everywhere. You know, well, like, five of them. That's, like, in a four-block radius, so, you know, that's that's pretty populated if you think about it. Unless I walked into, like, fitness the fitness area of Portland, Oregon, you know, which is very possible, too. That place is fucking weird. But, so, I walked right past these gyms and they're self-sustaining gyms. The gym members were generating electricity for the store to lower the cost of gym memberships or some shit. And the gym membership wasn't even that fucking cheap. It was still like $30 a month or some shit. $25 a month, I think. You know, this is before Planet Fitness came around with their $10 deals, you know, in 2018. You know, just to be competitive and see that's how the market goes. Everything will be cheaper the you know the price of advertising goes up as the price of products go down it's really crazy you know and if you can get into a, a well when, of course with, uh, when something saturates of course you know the product's price is going to go down there's so much on the market you got a lot to choose from you got to be competitive so my goal is to get into a market that's not even competitive fuck it if it's the best way to win a fight, not fight at all. Be the first to it, finish it before it even starts. You know, so I'm going to jump in this solar shit and start coming with consumer solar goods. That's my goal. They, I've seen some, you know, like those foldable solar panels. I think those will do well in today's market. But in the next two years, in the next year, you know, I can see people wanting to be more not renewable energy it's fucking renewable energy man like what if someone doesn't pay their pg&e and they get their power shut off the only thing that you really need to run is a refrigerator maybe a fan or two you know a microwave if you're that lazy you know fuck you can literally cut your fucking power cable right and if you can figure out how to keep your fridge on, if, you know, and I know, like, oh, well, there's already solar panels. Yeah, but, like, in California, they're mandating you to have solar panels, right? So, my UPS guy that delivers to the gun store that I work at, he told me that, because his house has solar panels, 
that he owns his house and he does not even own the solar panels on top of the house and he will not for 20 years that and if he and he wanted to pay the rest of it off because i mean he he works at a decent job ups is good money and he works like 12 hours a day he wanted to pay the whole thing off and they won't let him so he has to take them to court because he got these tax rebates off on um, having solar panels and the solar company took all the tax rebates not only that the solar company and you got to think about when you're tied into the electrical grid like pg&e electrical grid you know like all that money you're making off the solar panels from your house are getting fed right back into pg&e you're the new fucking water power station you're the new fucking you know hydroelectric station that's what they're called that's you now that's going to be every house in California now because it's going to be every new house built after 2020 is going to have to have solar on top of it. They are turning us into batteries already. Matrix. Boom. <laughs> you know, so. So if you got to think about it, like if that's what they're going to do, people are going to want there's going to be an anti to that. Like, how are you going to want like how is PG&E going to stay alive, man? We're going to literally be feeding them. It's Edison Company. We're going to be feeding them all of our power. Like, why are we doing this? Isn't it? It's illogical. Like, we're literally, there's a loop to our system on a solar house, right? And we're breaking that chain of that circulation of just renewable energy not doing shit and just charging a bigger battery. And what are they doing with that electricity? Powering L.A.? For the people that aren't fucking using solar for for power powering the cities that are stacked on top of each other like San Francisco, Sacramento, you know. Yeah, so point is is that my personal opinion, I think something like PG E is gonna go away. Like honestly. Like, if you think about it, like, I can't believe it's still around. Like, we have renewable energy already. There is no need for, like, the electrical grid system that we have now. Um, the way it's set up, it could be refigured to something. It could be dumbed down dramatically if you would just let people, you know, produce their own electricity. So, and I think about it, like, Edison, if it's a light bulb, that evolved now to LED. I mean, is that still an Edison technology? Fuck no. Like, that's gone with, you know, he, like, he's the one that developed his whole electrical grid system, well, Tesla, but you know what I'm saying, like, it's, he's credited for it, he, it's global, he made money off of it, and that whole machine that makes all that money is going to come to an end eventually, nothing stays like that forever, so, I'm, I'm thinking long term here, I'm going to be trying to brand myself, and really, in 10 years, when everyone's done with this PG&E shit or Edison company or whatever your power company is that's tied into this nationwide spider web of a grid with all these cords everywhere and all these power lines going from here to there, here to there, wata 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 wah, you know? Like, we're going to have solar technology that's going to be able to, you know, charge shit and not even in the daytime you know the moon will be able to charge your um, batteries so you're constantly getting solar power it's going to be like that it's it's just a fact so 
Well, I don't say it's a fact. It's a hypothesis. It's a trajectory. It's what I'm saying. So I'm going to brand myself now in 2018. So by 2028, when I'm fucking 52, wait, I'm stupid. When I'm 42, I'll be the guy that everyone's like, oh, I'm going to get Don Halfin's fucking solar stuff. I'm going to get Don Halfin's home solar kits. I'm going to get Don Halfin's easy plug-and-go solar kits for fucking my whole home. You know? You never know where it's going to be. Like, you know, it could be as easy as putting two panels on your house and be able to charge your whole house if it, if it's that stable now. You know, batteries are going to be better in 10 years, so you don't need a, that big of a battery. I mean, they already shrunk dramatically from they used to be. So batteries are going to be smaller. Everything's going to be smaller. Everything's going to be better. Yet, we're still tied to this antiquated system. So... I don't know. I think my personal branding the solar is what's going to make my name. It's going to be, I'm, I'm going to be the new fucking PG&E. You know, not really, because I'm not going to be evil corporation. I hope not. You know, I hope I keep my integrity. I'm never going to change, I don't think. So that's going to be me. You know, but right now I'm just a broke motherfucker. So I'll find out how it is when I'm rich, you know. And, you know, but what's rich? Because, like, I'm making 25000 now. And I'm just hungry for more. So if I made fifty thousand, would I be content? You know, like where where is my comfortableness? Where am I good at? You know, I want to be able to go hike the PCT in ten years when my son's eighteen and shit. You know. So that's my real question. It's like what what's going to happen when I really be successful? Because it's not a matter of if I be successful, it's when. So what happens when I be successful? You know, I need money, man. I'm tired of being a broke motherfucker. Like being the poor guy. People call me white trash. You know, I'm not even white trash either. I'm fairly educated. I mean, I have some college. I've done a lot of things. I'm able to speak eloquently if I need to. See, just did it. But, you know, it's my it's my thoughts and shit. So, I rambled on for 35 minutes now. Well, 34 minutes. It's going to be 35 probably right about now. So, yeah. Thank you, episode one. If you listen to this all, like, holy shit. Like, that's crazy. You know, I'm going to post it on all the places, so I don't know where you are. Like, subscribe, follow me, comment me, tell me I'm fucking stupid. Do what you want. Like, love life. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye.